What's up guys, for today's guest we've got the super skilled photographer and director Monica Giddy on the show. Monica shoots tons of cool fashion shots and really unique portraits as well as headshots and whatever else inspires her. From working with an agency to freelance work, you can check it all out at her website monicagiddy.com. For a glimpse of her portfolio as well as her Instagram profiles, Monica Giddy Photography and Giddy Productions. And as always, help show support by liking and subscribing to the channel. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, everything's live, so um, well, it's kind of done on the fly, so it saves me a post production. This is genius. And, and then you technically, got your logo. We, uh huh. And then we can go live uh, if I ever want to do a live episode. We could do it all on the fly, and then people can join in and comment, and you'll see it on the screen just like you normally would. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So, what's up? What are you up to? Hi, uh, <laughs> I have been busy. <laughs> I bet. I am. Yeah, I've been. Um, I've been very blessed that at the end of the year, I've gotten a lot of photo work. So mm. I've been busy prepping the work, shooting the work, editing the work. So yesterday and today, I didn't have any actual shoots. So I've just been retouching a bunch of images and prepping for my shoots. I have one tomorrow, and I have one on Friday, and I have one on Saturday. So kind of just prepping. Ton of post production. Ton of post work. Both post yeah. and pre, just trying to make sure I have everything I need. Um, right now, I have three people Thursday, Friday, Saturday that I'm shooting. So what I, I like put together a mood board for them so I can, so together we can come out with like what clothing they might have, what clothing I can mm. bring, or if we need to go find something specific for the shoot so we can get uh, the looks going. And, You're like, oh, so did, once we're did outside, you not, not like, want the farm look with the overalls and no t-shirt? <laughs> Did you not? Want That's that? a great look. First I mean, of all, it works. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty sure I wore that on my last shoot. I wore overalls. <laughs> no, you I mean, wear. You're behind the camera. <laughs> Find you. Yeah. You gotta make it fashion, though. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be stylish. It's gonna have a flair. <clears throat> yeah, I know you've been busy with your photography. Um, how's mm -hmm. uh, PA and going and working on set? Uh, that has been an interesting beast, to say the least, coming back from uh, being quarantined. Well, because, um, as you may know, like I work in a lot of different productions as a freelance PA yeah. and as a coordinator. So um, throughout, like as soon as like the, pane the pandemic, the um, quarantine was lifted, we I was able to get a few jobs here and there, mainly as a coordinator, which is great because it's way better. <laughs> don't make, make me like being in the crew and have to like mess with people i can kind of just keep to myself in a sense uh -huh. and then once my pa days started picking back up which meant that hollywood was like definitely like full-on gringo yeah. <laughs> uh, i think it was like beginning of october that the whole industry kind of just picked up all at once um i haven't stopped since my last shoot my last production job was last week and that was just because i picked up so much on photo work that i had to kind of separate and give myself the chance to like concentrate on one thing as opposed to being on set for like 14 hours a day and then coming home and editing like however images I can get in before I have to go to bed and go back to work the next day. Right, you're burning it at both ends. Uh-huh. So I need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But it has been 
interesting going back to production with all these new restrictions and and um, how each production handles it differently or somewhat similar. Um, some some productions are a little bit more relaxed, you know. They won't they yeah. won't stay on top of you as much. Others like the COVID team is literally like <laughs> blocking people and practically like. <laughs> sending them to the floor they get close to an actor that has a, like no mask on or something so it's been interesting you're the first person i thought of when the headline hit yesterday and i'm pretty sure you know what i'm about to say oh <laughs> i have had so many people hit me up since then. yeah 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 with tom, tom cruise, cruise. <laughs> yep <laughs> hopefully like, by now everybody knows about it he went christian bale on him um, I had an actor, so in production as a production assistant, you can work as a first teamer and that means that you're in charge of the actors mm -hmm. and you're practically like their babysitters. You stay right. by them at all times, so you make sure that they're going to hair makeup, you're in communication with, with the AD team about who's ready to come out and whatnot, mm -hmm. or when they're needed and making sure that they have everything that they need. And I was first teaming this new HBO Max show not gonna say which one yeah. and i was just there for a day and the first team pa had no idea what he was doing so they threw me into like the system but our actor that day from the get-go they asked us to like get like a completely separate room from him for holding uh -huh. i'm like okay great that's understandable awesome yeah. awesome that we can offer that even and uh during a rehearsal he like looked over and he saw like a whole like 10, 15 crew members just hanging out like really close to each other. And he just went off. And you can't blame them, you know? I'm, I'm with them. I actually stand behind Tom Cruise on this one. Right, it's, right, right. It's, I keep saying like the responsibility starts at home about how you communicate, I mean, like interactions that you have around outside of your home, apart yeah. from work. Um, whether you choose to hang out with a family or a friend or go to the grocery store, whichever it may be. So your responsibility starts at home and then on set, we just try to do our best to not intermingle so that we don't spread it and we don't get other people sick. Right. Uh, and so it's not so much like we're, we're stopping it from happening, but we're trying to prevent as much as possible. And that's the only way that we can go back into production these days. So Tom Cruise and the other actor who also had his little fit. Uh, I stand behind them. I'm all for it. <laughs> right. He had some valid some points. Crazy times. When he started ranting about, um, you know, these are people's jobs, people's lives, and how they're going to pay their mortgage and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're not getting shut down again. Like, he had some pretty valid points. It, it's just yeah. the fact that Tom Cruise is sitting there cussing people out that shocked everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I worked on a show that I worked on it for a week. And somebody that I was in close contact with tested positive. So they asked us to quarantine for two weeks. Uh -huh. I was only on this show for a week. <laughs> I was supposed to have a coordinating job uh, after that that would have paid me really good. <laughs> and then another PA job with my old show mm. uh, with effects that, that I was going back to. So I had these two great weeks lined up that they now asked me to quarantine. And I'm not even with this original show that asked me to quarantine yeah, anymore. Yeah, you so moved on. Yeah. I moved on, but I'm doing the responsible thing and I stay at home for two weeks and I tell my people that I've been close to, hey, this is what happened. You guys should probably test yourself in quarantine just to prevent and whatnot. Right. And that kept me two weeks of not being able to work. But then that production wasn't able to pay me those two weeks. So it's like, it, it really uh, yeah. does yeah, fall yeah, back to right. that you're, you're screwed. 
Right. You're screwed. You can't. We're asking people to come back to work with being responsible and being able to to handle it the best way possible. And when people don't adhere to those kind of rules, it kind of sucks. Especially for those of us who like on the bottom of the barrel. You know, like I don't have another choice. I don't want to be responsible. And, and I'm not going to take this on to another job. And then right. those people say or whatnot. So it's right. it's interesting times. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beast.、I'm- To be honest, I mean, good on Tom Cruise though for stepping up and and taking that role, because he has the power to、mm-hmm. do. Because he produces a lot of it as well, <clears throat> and he's Tom. Oh,、Cruise. he's like he's the main producer the, on that one. Yeah, and he's got the polls. <laughs> <laughs> he is the movie Mission Impossible. But, yeah.、Um, yeah, good on him for stepping up. I don't know how many more he's gonna make. I was just waiting for him to be like, "Oh, good for you." <laughs> 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 Christian Bale said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Christian Bale one was bad. That was fantastic. You don't see me going there ripping all your lights down. Oh, good for you. <laughs> that was hilarious. Somebody actually、oh、did、God. a mashup on YouTube. They took Christian Bale and Tom Cruise, and they like. They It hasn't even been twenty four hours since that came out. Dude, people are. That's、quick. amazing. Yeah, they're quick with. Yeah, no time on them. <clears throat> Man, I wish I had、great. that kind of time in my hands to just make random.、Stuff. Yeah. So we do we curse on your show? Yeah. Okay. Give it a damn. Go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, there goes the sponsor. Sorry, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>、uh, so,、uh, photography-wise, though, your portfolio is really expanding and looking really good.、Um, have you? Have, what's your? Have you found like good inspiration for certain photography things? You just been keeping eye eye on different things, or what have you been pulling from? Um. It's funny because I just shot a guy two days ago, and he asked me something similar, like, "Oh, where do you get all your ideas from?" And it's literally become my life to just look at images all day long. Yeah, like yeah, I, I'm either、yeah. shooting images or editing images or looking at images on、mm-hmm. on Instagram. Obviously, I finally signed up for Vogue because that's the kind of industry I would want to work in. So it kind of just makes sense that I should at least have a few magazines at home that I can like flip through, and those、right. actually come in handy a lot. Uh, I have a lot of great books that、um, I pull from a lot too. So it's it's as I look over to my my bookcase. <laughs>、um, so it's great because whenever、um, whenever I need a little bit of extra inspiration, I'll I'll hit that.、Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just comes from either the model herself, like what type of look she is, or、um, what I think I can get out of her. Like last week, I shot two two completely different girls. One girl was like straight up California girl, although she was from like. Minnesota or something, but <laughs> she like looked like a California girl, Minnesota.、Yeah. <laughs> but she,、uh, yeah, straight up Cali girl. So I'm like, okay, we have to shoot a Cali look for her, and I don't have that in my book yet, so it was perfect for that. And、um, and then the other girl that I shot that same week, she's Native American. She's like super unique looking and has like these beautiful features and really cool and colored skin, like cool tones. So I wanted to shoot like this full like. It started off as like wanting to like. Celebrate her culture as a Native American, but just turned into like this, just like beautiful shot. <laughs> I can't even explain it. But uh, um, and her costume that I found for her, because sometimes we'll just pull from closets or like, oh, we want this look or not. And every now and then I'll go.、Uh, I have this designer that I work with. I've been working with for the past couple of months, which、mm-hmm. I just love her. She does really cool costume designs. I found her through like Facebook. She runs them for real cheap. So every now and then, I'll just go into her shop for like inspiration. I'll just walk around, see what she has,、um, take pictures of it, and、um, 
and then whenever I need it, I'll just give her a call and she'll help to put it aside for me. Just she's fantastic. I love her. That's awesome. She's yeah, she's been working a lot with like the CW and a bunch of commercials and um, like uh, beauty brands for for uh, print ads. So she's been working a lot. So it's fa- it's fantastic. Hmm. But um, so yeah, you'll see in some of my pieces. I'm trying to think what I've shot with her stuff. I don't know if you've seen. I have uh, two girls walking in the in the arts district and they're wearing like neon outfits. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was good. Content so those two those, came from her. Those are the, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I have like a neon thing going on right now. I can't stop it. I love the, <laughs> I love 80s neon stuff, like the 80s yeah. retro vibe. Yes. Yeah, I've been going for like this neon like high fashion. I don't even know where it came from. Like those mm. two were the first ones. And then I shot a girl. I think you've seen it where she has like a visor on. She's kind of like looking upwards. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was like a pink visor with like neon green shorts and a neon pink top. And then I just shot a guy with a neon turtleneck. And then my girl yesterday wore a neon dress. Dude, turtlenecks are in right now. <laughs> I mean, tis the season. <laughs> yeah. But remember, like, a couple of years ago, it didn't matter if it was freeze t- 20 below zero. Like, tur- turtlenecks were not cool. They were I would cool have known. I live in like LA. The- <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Ooh, oh, good for you. <laughs> no, good for you. 80s and like early 90s people wore turtlenecks and they had like the gold chain you know oh yeah like a good um the rock yeah like the rock (laughs) and then in the and like uh zach from uh saved by the bell or uh um Mm -hmm. what's his name um mario lopez yeah mario lopez his uh ac slater like those types like that was cool in the 90s and then it just died out 2000s you could not wear a turtleneck without getting made fun of (laughs) and now it's back and people are it's actually pulling it's off It's a fancy-looking piece. It's, yeah. It's like, it, like, girls have always held on to it, I feel like. But guys, definitely nowadays. It looks fancy <laughs> on a guy. Oh, yeah. Girls could always wear a turtleneck. I'm talking about guys, basically. Guys. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> funny. The last guy I shot, I had him wearing a turtleneck. Like, yeah. would have him, like, blood up. And went, oh. Yeah, that's... Uh, James so Dean did that. Pieces. James Dean had that um, turtleneck photo shoot that he did for... Exactly. I forget. But, yeah. I forget. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, many people have done something similar. So it's it, it's been fun lately because I've been shooting a few more guys. Mm. I tend to just shoot girls. So <laughs> it's been fun to start Switching shooting guys. Yeah. And like starting, I've had to come to the realization that I I can't use the same lighting for guys that I do with girls. Because uh-huh. girls like soft, beautiful soft lighting. Hair. I know yeah. how to, I know how to dress them. I know how yeah. to walk them. I know how to pose them. I know how to like everything. Guys, it's like, oh, okay. I can have a little bit more fun with the lighting, which makes me like have to push myself out of my comfort zone and try something different. Mm-hmm. And thank God, I finally have a stylist that I'm working with. Because <laughs> otherwise, I would have no idea how to dress the guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is, it is a, a completely different switch of like nice and soft and feminine. And even if, it, if even if you are doing something more like edgy, it's still feminine and strong in that, in that power. Whereas like a man, like you have to be like sexy and seductive and manly and strong. So it's like it's been fun and interesting for sure <laughs> doing that switch. What um let people know what you're using. Like what are you shooting on? Um, Equipment and, wise. Yeah, like. For anybody that wants to get into photography and they see your stuff and they like your stuff. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do use. If you're a good photographer, you could use anything. Um, but it, exactly. people are interested to know what 
you know, specifically you are using just so they can get a general idea? Sure. Um, so as you said, like, yeah. And do you shoot like a lot of natural light? Do you use studio lights? Do you mix it up? Like stuff like that. I mix it up for sure. So definitely what you said in the sense of, um, it really is a matter of shooting with as long as you know your settings and you can produce what you want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously if certain cameras and certain equipment are going to give you different looks and feels and you can achieve different things, but you can definitely do things with different, like you don't need my camera to achieve certain things. Right. Um, I started off, I'm a Canon girl. I started off with a 7D mm -hmm. first edition. <laughs> I had that for about 10 years and I just recently upgraded to the 5D Mark IV, which is a beautiful camera. Mm -hmm. I am having so much fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, I was unprepared to how large the files were mm. off of the 5D Mark IV compared to the 7D. Um, but uh, it's, yeah, it's totally worth it, it's so much fun. And um, and then I've also invested in some used um, Dynalites. Uh, I bought two 100 uh, packs and I have four heads. I tend to shoot mainly either with my beauty dish or um, my makeshift softbox because I don't have softbox. What I do is I have like a roll of like a, like a one-stop filter, like an ND filter that I put in front of my uh, light with a reflector on it. Mm -hmm. And that kind of like smooths out the, the light more and it like kind of mm -hmm. evens it out. Diffuses uh, it. So it kind of works in a, yeah, it diffuses it. it thank you for the word. Mm -hmm. uh, it diffuses it and uh, it, it diffuses it evenly. It gives me, since I hang the roll on a C-stand and just kind of hang it down, mm -hmm. it allows for the light to kind of evenly spread out better as well. Right. So that's kind of my shape, makeshift softbox that I've created. Right. And uh, and I've actually used that for a bunch of stuff. I've used it for as like a backlight. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll sit her right in front. I'll sit, sit the model right in front of the roll and put a light right behind her. So you, she's being backlit through it all. And then I'll bring in another light in front of her in that sense. Um, but most of the time I literally just hang the roll or use the beauty dish and then just bring in a B flap. Uh, now I don't own the V flat. I've been really lucky that the agency I've been working with has like a studio in their agency mm -hmm. and they own the V flat. So that has been super helpful to be able to shoot there. Awesome. How did you get with the yeah, agency? That's practical. Uh, I have been wanting to reach out to a few agencies. I've also, I've kind of been like scared about it though. Like mm -hmm. rejection of it probably get like a hundred people or whatever, <laughs> but, uh, I started following smaller agencies on Instagram and I noticed that one of them posted something like, um, like, oh, ask us anything, like one of those Instagram days. Yeah. And I just happened to like, I'm like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, oh, uh, how can like a photographer work with your models? I'm like, oh, email us. I'm like, so I just emailed them and they had me come in. I showed them my book and um, we started working together. We did, uh, I did three shoots for free with them which was kind of like a way to see if we liked our relationship working with like an agency slash photographer. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been really good. I mean, they've, I, I'm now like one of their lead photographers that they work with. So they keep me pretty busy and, um, nice. and yeah. And the great thing now is that I built that relationship with them. It's been like three or four months. I think I've shot about 15 other people. Um, now that I'm building that relationship with them, they are willing to put me out for like other agencies, bigger agencies with models that can pay me more for the session. So it's, it's kind of great because I'm kind of, 
it's it's a quick way for me to build my book mm-hmm. and a quick way for agencies to recognize me as a photographer and then want to use me for their models when they need their tests. So, and it's already started. I uh, shot a girl yesterday that we've been trying to shoot for a few months and finally asked her, I'm like, how did you find me? She's like, oh, my agency saw something of yours and recommended me, you, me to oh, you. Like, okay, you awesome. Yeah. So, so I just reached out to that agency. I'm like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> hey, appreciate <laughs> and it. And I haven't heard back from them. Appreciate the reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have yet to like hear back from them, but at least like I, I've made that connection. Like yeah. emailed them. Like I had shot with one of their models before. So I think they saw my photo for them and then like we connected me to them. So I sent them the last images. I'm like, hey, here are the images. I hope you enjoy them. I just shot your, a new girl of yours, Jada. Uh, I'll make sure to send you guys the photos when I have them as well. And um, while we're on this topic, I am looking to expand my agency connections. If you guys mm-hmm. ever need test shoots, this is my rate, blah, blah, blah. And then just go from there. Yeah. I haven't heard back, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as I get those photos, I'm sure they'll, you'll hear back from them. Yeah. Did you send the them the good thing photos about already? Yeah, send it to them via WeTransfer so you can like see, if they see when they read it, when they receive yeah, it. I know. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, have you, you know what I'm really interested in? I really like watching people do food photography. Like, have you seen mm. the like slow motion stuff that people do? They have like machines that do like um, yeah, either food photography there's, there's or some... videography, like any kind of food commercials. I'm, like mm. super interested because they use different techniques to achieve like like motor oil on pancakes becomes syrup, and I'm you know seeing... you know uh, how you get that really nice steamy look off of like a grill or a burger or something a cigar. Or a tampon no. with the water, and you. A tampon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, <laughs> I know all those tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know. <laughs> yep. Like I a mean, bowl that's of soup. A whole different beast. Yeah, they put like a cigar behind it because it has really thick smoke, or they'll microwave a tampon with water, um, and then put it behind yeah. the bowl and it steams. And then I forget what they. Oh, they use uh, they use Elmer's glue instead of milk for cereal. Yeah. Yep. Glue because mm-hmm. yeah, the stuff floats mm-hmm. on the top. It just stays on top. Yeah. There's exactly. So many you can kind of like move it around exactly where you need to. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. It's, I'm like a fat with that stuff. They should have a disclaimer. I know, but that's why the pictures look so. <laughs> I mean, pretty. it's pretty. They look so good. I know. I mean, every time I see a whopper, I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get it. It's every all, time. Oh, oh, it's all <laughs> limp. <laughs> all sad. Like, this isn't what I ordered. There's an Instagram that I follow that I think you'll like. I think it's ca- called Camera Lust, like nope. Camera Dot Lust or Luster. Nope. Nope. No, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I have no clue. I'll just mess with you. <laughs> you have to send it to me. <laughs> I just shut you. Nope, uh, I'm not gonna like it. No, nope, I won't. I'm I won't gonna... even look at it. <laughs> yeah, send it to me. Is it uh, no, they, photography? They, yeah, they have some like cool. They'll show like how they get the shot for either photo or video stuff. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool because they break that, things down, and it's like. You'll get everything from like super professional stuff to like this kid in India who's using like like the inner part of tube of a like paper towel to like shoot through and like do something oh, creative. Oh yeah, like. yeah. So it's it's fun because they kind of give you like a whole spectrum of what your options are. Of like, okay, I don't have the twelve thousand dollar lights or the twelve thousand dollar camera, but I have this and I can do something with it. Yeah, I've seen those. Like they they come up with creative little ways of 
doing um, unique photography with what they have around you. Yeah. Like they'll shoot through like the little glass things or yeah, yeah. there's pretty cool, interesting, creative people out there. Pretty cool. Which is why I did the podcast. That's why the show is here. I'm just I, I like to talk to all the creative people that I know, or or haven't met yet, um, and anybody <laughs> that creates something from nothing. You know, that's the whole theme of this show is to talk to creatives. Is it? I thought we were just hanging out. Well, we are hanging out, but you're a creative. <laughs> you're one of them, so you're on that list. You hit that spectrum. Um, usually, because you know we work in the same industry, so it's. A lot of actors, directors, writers, producers—you know—that kind of entertainment thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's been a lot of musicians, people in the music industry as well, um, music producers. You're telling um, me. And then photographers like yourself, obviously, and you're a director. Um, but as well as like business owners, I'm, talk I'm talking to some entrepreneurs um, because that's the creative as well. You're creating a business. You're starting something from nothing. You know. So. Mm -hmm that's what that's what we that's, do but yeah, we are hanging out <laughs> but it's in like a, a hangout format there's nothing formal about it like it's not one of those boring except for the cool know, logo except for, except for the cool the, logo. the cool logo it's in this area it's in this general vicinity <laughs> um uh, i got to interview um zach the other day and uh yeah and he was the last episode and he uh was talking to me about working for the agency doing key art stuff like that and so he explained how he got into that and then uh, you're working with ag another agency for your photography mm -hmm. have you seen um... well, i mean he worked with a design firm so yeah well so, yeah, yeah it's a different agency. yeah it's not the same different style of agency but it's cool that you guys are both working with agencies um because of your mm -hmm. talent you know yeah i i actually I give a lot of props to Seth because he's he's put up with having to teach me how to work Photoshop. Oh, is that, <laughs> poor guy! Oh man, I know, I've learned a lot on my own. But when he yeah, yeah, yeah. when he tries to teach me things, I'm like, but what? What doesn't this do? But wait, what? Like I'll question everything. Where he's like, let me just teach you, yeah. and then we'll go from there. He's like, move, so, but he's been fantastic. It. I'll do it. It's quicker. I could do it. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. That's the worst. And it's like, just get out of the way. You're like, like thanks, babe. Yeah. Okay, bye. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> I'm okay with it sometimes. I'm like so over it, <clears throat> like food touching. So it's you... been good because with... Huh? Go ahead. I was going to say, it's been good because with the amount of work that I've been getting, I've been able to and needing to um, delegate my work. So... Um, it's been fun creating kind of like a team and one of those team members being a retoucher. Oh, I have like one or two retouchers. I have one or two retouchers that are fantastic. They are yeah. overseas, both of them. And so this communication is a little bit tough, but at times, but, um, but they're able to like do my work in like a third of my time, the time it would take me. Like, it's like oh. not even funny. So, Nice. Me being able to kind of delegate that and pass it along, even though it is an extra cost out of my own pocket. Yeah, but it's the nice. time you're saving that least... energy, yeah. Like a true yeah. business can delegate yeah. work to other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I do feel like I'm getting, I've been able to do a few things. Um, uh, like, for instance, I work, you know, my friend Alana, mm -hmm. she started her own, um, her own fashion line, Clothing and line, I yeah. did her whole. Yeah, I did her whole uh, 
her whole shoot for her first for her launch mm-hmm. and i was trying to reach retouch those images while working like 14 hour days two weeks straight on a, on a show mm-hmm. and it got to the point where i'm like i can't do this mm-hmm. like i i don't like For sure, like the first five days, like I got this, I got this, I got this. But like the sixth day, you're like, I am dying. Yeah. So yeah, I just hit up my retoucher and like, here you go. Not not only that, but I had other projects as well. So everything mm-hmm. just started to feel like a like everything was overpowering and I couldn't handle it. So I'm just like, for my own sanity, mm-hmm. clean out of my own pocket, <laughs> <laughs> hand it off. It's fine. Yeah. It's a little bit tough wanting to like release that control, though. I must say. Because I I like to retouch how I like to retouch. Yeah, a lot of creators are like that. It's it's hard to let go of that control because yeah, you're letting somebody else do the creative choices for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially But, when like if I can it, like I've been working with one specifically for a while, so I think he's kind of like understanding more so what I'm wanting what want. each yeah. time. This other girl, she's she's brand new and she's actually done a pretty good job so far. But I have yet to actually push her to like where I I'm a hundred percent happy, or push her to where uh, I know that we can like I can like maybe send her something and she'll be able to just do what I already expect from her in that sense. But mm-hmm. we just started off; we just did like one project together. But I feel like we could probably get there eventually. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, if you look at my work, it's all very vibrant, very like high saturated looks. Um, And I kind of, I, I retouch like that on purpose. It's kind of like this. I like. I feel like I'm a very giddy person. So it's... <laughs> she just did. She just <laughs> did okay. So Monica Giddy, her last name is Giddy, and she just used that. <laughs> she just plugged her own brand. Into <laughs> Not particularly into on her purpose. <laughs> <clears throat> no, touche. Good job. Good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we're all branding ourselves constantly, aren't we? Right, 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 right. Uh, <laughs> but I did truly feel like my like my photography work is kind of more on that spectrum of things, like yeah, more upbeat, not like moody or or curious, not, like you know what you're getting. Documentary style, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. very fashionable, but so pop. with my yeah, yeah. so uh, I. When you get something kind of like within a style, you want to be able to make sure that your retouchers can like achieve that for you as well. If right. you have to take a step back, right? Well, it helps too that you um, have built a good portfolio, um, and they can go through your portfolio and see, you know, your style, and see what your fingerprint is. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's Hope- not recommended for starting that. out. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> They're just winging They're just it. Like, the the I think I'm gonna do this today. Black and white. I went black and white this time. I don't know if you really wanted that, but. <laughs> I mean, imagine. I mean, I do have black and white stuff, but it's not like. It was like unique. <laughs> so I cropped it halfway down and went black and white with it. A pop of red. I know it's been done before, but. <laughs> <That's> just... uh... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah that's but yeah i don't suggest that for new photographers coming in but um uh, you know it's good for you because you're at the level to where you have a portfolio and you have enough 
clientele and, and, and you're worth an agency and all that good stuff that you can delegate to somebody else. Starting out though, you want to do that yeah. all yourself so you can build your style and your portfolio exactly. for somebody else to follow. Exactly. Exactly. It's very important. I mean, I, uh, one of Sachs, uh, Sachs best friends, uh, is a photographer and I get a lot of good information from him. He's like an actual working photographer, like. Cover, uh, magazine covers, brands, clothing lines, like the whole shebang. And when I first sat down with him, it been like a year, year and a half ago. I'm like, can you look at my book and just like, let me know where I'm headed? Like any, anything you want to say about it? Like, it's so awkward, like getting those like kind of reviews by your peers, oh, especially yeah. by somebody that A is a friend of yours and B is actually working mm. as, in that field. Um, and he told me at the end of it, it's like, just shoot as much as you can. You know, the more you shoot, the more you're going to find your style, the more you're going to learn, the more you're going to experience different things and experiment with different things. So just shoot as much as you can. And I think something about me working with this modeling agency is the fact that it's exactly that. It's I've been able to shoot, shoot constantly mm -hmm. and get paid for it. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then they have a, a lot of uh, talent at, at in their pool for you to pull from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're a boutique agency, so they have a, a office here and then an office in either Dallas or Texas or Houston, I forget, I think Dallas. And I think in total they have like 150, 300 people. So it's like they're pretty boutique, which is fantastic because it means that they really care for their models and they have these long relationships with them. And uh, they're really like wanting to curate their models in a sense. So with me mm -hmm. coming in as a photographer, as a test photographer with them, it's great because sometimes I'll get models that have like a huge book already and they're fantastic. So it's like at that point, you're like, well, what can I do with you? You've already done everything. Mm -hmm. So it pushes you to get a little bit more creative or see what's missing in their book that you could possibly like insert uh, and, and, and add value to their book. Right. And then I work with models that are like brand spanking new. And sometimes the agents are like, this is what we want. Like try to get at least one look like this and sometimes they're like blank slate go for it <laughs> do what you want so it's fun because i can like yeah do what you want right so it's like it. if i had an idea that i <laughs> break out the overalls damn i should break. do an overall show. I, i'm gonna do one just for you <laughs> with a pitchfork <laughs> overalls and pitchfork i don't know about the pitchfork we're in downtown la like <laughs> doesn't matter they don't have to know have to go far for that <laughs> you bulk of that background and just, just <laughs> three quarter, yeah. They'll never know. Just stay the back there. is just like a bus. <laughs> just pitchfork. Like, was that was that photo? Yeah, that, that uh, I can't remember the painting. This is bad. I did art history. I know, and I know art. I should know it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. The husband and wife Zach standing will there. Sure, and the hill. Mm -hmm. He's gonna watch. Zach's gonna watch this and be like. You guys didn't know that is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's screaming at the phone. Duh, it's this. <laughs> sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> he's in the, he's in the office right out. now. Yeah, I can hear you guys. This to set up. <laughs> he, he just peeks his head and he's like, actually, it's. <laughs> Not kidding you. That's half what I'm expecting him to do. <laughs> Ah, uh, I forget what it's called. Anywho, I, I was reading a, uh, a okay, I, I gotta confess, I didn't technically read the article. I saw the headline. Um, it was saying something about, yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> wedding <laughs> photographers right now, there's like, a, 
forget the percentage, but I think it was around seventy-five percent of wedding photographers are considering um, changing um, careers. Like they're not trying to do wedding. Why do they make anymore. so much money? I don't know. I think because of COVID. I think because the weddings are smaller, you can't be. Yeah, they're still getting married, but it's not as extravagant as it was. People are cutting down on the budgets. There's like they can only have so many people in one location. And they have to distance and then they're all wearing masks and I, I think i'm assuming that's what it is again i didn't read the article so all mm-hmm. i saw was that headline <laughs> it's just me say what i think it was about i mean me as a bride right now and having a good friend of mine that's actually in the wedding photography and videography business uh-huh. she does very well for herself right anybody that i reach out to that i'm interested in booking because as uh-huh. a photographer and and Zach is an artist, like obviously we have a different eye and we want something specific. Um, people are expensive and you don't want to like hate on their prices because yeah. it is a job. Wow, when you're putting your wedding together, they're expensive. Well, that's that's why though, it's because you're putting a wedding together. Have you seen the documentary? There's yeah. like uh, undercover reporters that do that and they'll call like a flower shop and they'll say, yeah, I need to get a bunch of flowers for a banquet that I'm doing for our company. And they're like, okay, it's, you know, X amount of dollars. Okay. And then they literally call back the next day with another person. They'll say, Hey, I need a flowers for um, a wedding party. And it's, you know, this amount, same amount of people that the banquet was doing for the business. And they're like, oh, okay, it's this amount. And it's like double the price because they said the word wedding. The wedding industry is ridiculous. Yeah. We went to go um, see what kind of tables and chairs and things we wanted last week, I think it was. Oh, yeah, last fun. week. How fun was that? And <laughs> it was fun to show up, drive 40 minutes south from here <laughs> to show up and have the lady go, do you guys have a florist yet? I'm like, no. She's like, you should probably find a florist before you do all of this. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'll come back like, I don't know when because it's so hard to like rearrange our schedule. Wait, so you got to find a florist before you go for tables and chairs? You... For like your table settings, yeah, because in the floors you have the conversation with your floors about what That's kind of the flowers centerpiece. you want, and then those flowers will determine then, that will determine what it is, and then you'll build uh, off of that. Okay. And then the the flat the floors are the ones that come and like decorate the table all cutesy with like little things and like, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's not quite the people that you rent your tables and chairs from. Different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's different people for everything. <laughs> no, I was just wondering why she said you needed but, a florist first before you come and talk to them. So that I can go with my florist and then my florist can say, since we're going to have this like long, like flat, like thing of flowers, you can't mm-hmm. have this or this or this. Like they'll come with like things already prepped so you can see how your table's going to look at the end of it all. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so she said that. But you didn't finish the story. She, you got there. She said that. And then what happened? Oh yeah. She said that. And we're like, <laughs> okay. So we just kind of like looked at a few things and and then we're like, we'll just have to go find a florist now. And just, I have yet to make the time to be able to find a florist. But those people, like the tables alone that we want are like 120 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. Oof. Chairs are like 13 bucks a pop. When you're having like 150 people to your wedding, it's kind of... <laughs> that's it's it quickly. It's raining money. It's raining money. I know, it's, it's going upwards. It's going away. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have a you gotta have a bouncer at the front door of your wedding and be like, sorry, it's thirteen dollars to get in. It's thirteen dollars a chair. <laughs> at least cover part of the cost. 
That's so funny. I've and actually then, my mom when I watch this. And, and then like, you have a menu that's passed around, and you have your like two choices, you know, chicken or or fish or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then you have a little price written next to it, and they literally have to order off the menu. I'm just gonna leave an envelope on the table, and you just leave whatever you think is right. No, no. Yeah. Then you're leaving it into into their into their hands of how much they want to tip or donate. Maybe we should just do it. I think it's the Turkish weddings that do this, where like everybody gives an envelope of cash, mm-hmm. and then they'll like open up, up the envelopes in front of everybody, and they're like, "To the Smith family, thank you for the twelve hundred dollars." Oh no, they do call the- it out. I right swear. Right oh my. They God. call it out. Oh my god. We gotta show up. Oh you know, you they put people on the here. spot. You got to. Oh my god. So that's an ego trip right there. Cause you gotta I think you should at least table. cover your plate. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But if one table before you donates like a thousand dollars and you're like, uh, here's my hundred dollar check. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's not even like that because you know Turkish families like they'll go all out for this right. kind of stuff. So they'll, right, they'll right. like I'll get like ten thousand dollars or like dude i would love to see that that's uh, <laughs> no i want to see that no i'd love to be at like a turkish wedding and see that actually happen not your wedding but... not, yeah i would cringe no no not my wedding i just cringe the whole time i was like Ooh. oh man that's hard <laughs> wow <clears throat> oh. so how's the rest of the wedding planning going then it's it's happening Spinning kind of. <laughs> it's half, it's, it's half it's so, happening. Well, it's so funny, right? Because we, we had a date set and I had a location set and I had an idea set and everything was going fine until COVID hit. And then um, we, like, I think in July, I kind of had the realization of like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to have fun wherever we go. I, um... I'd rather just have it local and like not have to risk all this COVID stuff and see and, like how our family like travel and we have elderly, secular people or people that can't afford to, whatever the case may be, right? Especially mm. with all this craziness. So uh, I hit the ground running and like immediately started looking for a new location locally because we we're supposed to get married in Mexico. And uh, and I found this awesome little spot. I think I told you about it in Los Alamos. It's like a old Western hotel in this little tiny town in like wine country. There's the town is literally like four blocks long. Yeah, it's I adorable. The, yeah, I got the RSVP and I looked it all up. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know what what it looks like. Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, and so we have the location is set. We've had our our tasting, which was like one of the funniest things we could ever do. <laughs> By the way, you just go show up to the venue and they just feed you and get you drunk for like a good two, three hours. Nice. It was fantastic. And then, so we have our venue pretty much chosen. Um, I am having a crazy difficulty finding a dress because I am super indecisive of what I want. Mm -hmm. I found something (laughs) and I really liked it. And then I saw something else and I really liked that, but that was the Uh... price. And I'm like... Well, do I need yeah. to go find something else? So it's it's been kind of a hassle. And my mom's kind of like, why are you doing it so early? And what people don't realize is that it takes about six to eight months to make the dress and get it to oh, you, right. get it sized and things. So you have, kind of have to do it with some advancements. Yeah. And uh, 
So I guess my next thing is I gotta find a florist. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like that's number one on your list. Like you can't get a dress without your florist. Wait, are you Definitely shopping for not, dresses? Apparently. You don't have a florist. What are you oh, doing? I remember my first I can't time believe my photographer then asked me for my florist. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Did you send me an RSVP, Monica? Because I don't think you have a florist yet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm, your florist wasn't mentioned on your uh, save the date or on your website. Yeah. Yeah. Do not be worried and concerned? Mm. I'm pretty sure you tried to book a venue and you didn't book a florist yet. I know. It was kind of stupid of me. I thought the flowers would just bloom on their own, honestly. Uh, yeah. I, I never heard of that. But I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's the Looking centerpiece. Very, like... You got to build out from that. <laughs> God forbid you yeah. try, to, try to order your cake. Gosh. You forgot cake. about the cake. <laughs> you forgot about the cake. No, we're not ordering a cake. <laughs> You're like, oh, forgot about a cake. I, I did forget about it, but then I remembered we're, getting, we're having churros instead. Oh, cool. I had the churro guy down. The churro guy is locked. The churro guy is locked. He didn't <laughs> he care if you had a floor or not. The he venue was like, is locked. He's the like, churro guy is locked. I got churros. You don't have to have floors. I got churros. I'll bring the churros. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Mean. I'll see what I end up wearing. Well. I'll just wear like a slip. <laughs> well, uh, before we uh, before we cut this episode, uh, do you have any advice for uh, photographers or anybody who wants to get into photography? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're interested in photography and you already have a camera, Oh, actually, if you don't have a camera, find a camera. Borrow one from a friend. Use your iPhone. It's okay. Um, <laughs> if you do have a camera and you want to learn more about it, I s highly suggest learn all that your camera can has to offer. Uh, learn all your settings correctly. So learn about aperture and shutter, ISO, and how you can play with those. And learn, um, learn your camera specifically and, and what kind of uh, things your camera can offer. And on top of that, just shoot, shoot constantly. I do, I started doing a lot of outdoor uh, natural light shooting. And um, I was, what I would do is I would go online and search specifically what kind of thing I wanted to shoot. So let's say I want to shoot, uh, how to shoot at noon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's so many tutorials online these days and they will tell you exactly how to shoot at noon. And I would go out and shoot it. Um, use your friends. I have half of my portfolio. It's kind of still my friend Alana, uh, which is great because I got a lot of great shots with her. But uh, it's, it's I used her all the time. Uh, I use other friends. My friend Dave's like, you know, I use him once or twice. So use your friends, use your family members, just shoot as much as you can and learn as much as you can. Internet nowadays is so fantastic. I am legitimately a self-taught photographer. I learned everything online. Um, there's this awesome website called creativelife.com. Um, they also have an app and they have some awesome courses. Uh, YouTube obviously has a lot of great things. People like Carl, I'm gonna mess this up, Carl Taylor. I think mm -hmm. that's the name, Carl T Taylor Photography. Mm -hmm. And then Lindsay Adler Photography. She's a fantastic fashion photographer from New York. I actually learned a lot from her and she does a lot of uh, other classes with Adorama and BNH and creative lives so you'll see her in a lot of different places uh yeah just learn as much as you can online and honestly i talked it all off with going to community college and learning like actual physical how to work with lights and um how to carry myself as a business as a photographer 
um, how uh, I learned, I just took a few classes. I took a, a, an, actual, a, actual, an actual physical lighting course uh, and then a Lightroom course and how to print my images. So that was actually fantastic because I print from home now. I have a printer here that I use whenever I need to or want to. And then, um, and then I took a business photography class. So like things like that will really help build you out as a, as a great, as a strong photographer. Mm. Um, as a photographer, you're not just an artist. You are also a business person. Unfortunately, you're an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you're a freelancer, you're an entrepreneur, you're your own accountant, your own, your own advertisements and promo, you're your own champion. You do all mm -hmm. your bids, you do all your everything. So uh, definitely learn that side of the world as well, because it's definitely needed. Cool. And yeah, just shoot as much as possible. Sweet. Shoot, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then um, save a lot of your photos for your portfolio and slowly build your portfolio. Yeah. 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 I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I go back and forth and change my yeah. website and change my, my... I don't have a physical portfolio yet. I was about to print one out, but I... Uh, or like a fancy company and everything, but I wanted to wait until the end of the year so that I can get everything. So, so since I, especially since I started working with the agency, I wanted to like be able to use all that, those images for it as well. Right. So, um, so, but definitely once you get to the point where you can have a book, it's kind of really cool to see all your stuff like printed out as like a coffee table book. A book? What's and what's just a, a nice a little book? achievement. A book. Like. Like, okay. Like you open it, it has pages in it, like a book. Yeah. <laughs> like and it's not on have a, pretty pictures on them. Like I can't scroll it. No, no, no scrolling. <laughs> you can scroll this way, but they yeah, right? slip back. You can scroll left or right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna uh, link below all your stuff, Monica. Um, so it's uh, monicagiddy.com. Uh, links will be all down below, and yeah. then she's on Instagram as well, Monica Giddy. And then uh, what's your photography one? Um, my photography one is Monica Giddy underscored photo. And Giddy is G-U-I-T-T-I. G-U-I-T-T-I. Uh Yep, if you have any questions or um, want to link up, uh, if you need shots done, if you're a model, anything like that, um, if you want to collaborate with Monica, feel free to reach out to her. She's super easy to work with, very professional and yes. very talented. So uh, all the links will be down below. Uh, stay on the line, Monica, though. Um, we're gonna, we'll keep chatting real quick, but uh, I'm going to end the podcast. So uh, like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And follow Monica. Bye. <laughs> Bye.